the big homie. The big homie. He's with us. To my right. How you doing? The seventh edition. Eighth edition. Of Pointless. Joe. Nice over modulation there in the beginning, by the way. If you've met him once, I told you not to scream. You've fallen in love with him. I, if you've I, met him twice, you think he could have been mayor. <laughs> if you've met him three times, you start to see his true colors. <laughs> what are my true colors, by the way? It's the big homie. I told you not to scream. King slaps. King slaps. Dwayne. Scott. And the over modulation. I'm excited. I, I well, that's why I told. That's I why I told you not to I scream. Well, <laughs> I told I you not it. to scream. It was a pretty simple. Hey Joe, how about retweet this, Joe? I'm, ju- I'm juiced up. Yeah, I got to do that Just too. Go to, can, can you vamp for a second? Yeah. <laughs> so we have our next pointless guest. No normal, regular episode this week, but as the wonderful allusion to our guest, we have Mr. Dwayne Scott, the starting center for the University of Rhode Island. Football team, teammate, line mate of Sean Anderson, number fifty-five on the field, number one in our hearts. <laughs> That's right. Are you uh, a, a little closer to the mic here? All right, no problem. Is there it, we go. Is, is that everyone. close enough for you? Yeah, that's yes. perfect. Nice and close uh, and there personal. We go. All right, sounds good. Like you're kissing the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Just whispering into their ears. So, all right. All right. Now the <laughs> now normally you know on the pointless episodes we we just dive into the guest interests or hobbies or you know whatever they want to talk about with you uh that's not going to happen okay. uh we're just <laughs> we're okay. uh because we, we didn't do a regular uh show this week i, I do want to get your take as as you're <coughs> one of the more in touch with the nfl right uh, you're right you're pretty informed when you come to a conversation you make sure you know what you're talking about before you engage with the other parties the nfl has just introduced two new rule changes right now we'll we'll Touch on the first one here, which has garnered the most anger, I'd say, from mm. the public, which is the yeah. review reviewable pass interference calls. Right now, how do you it just how do you feel that they uh, about them handling this situation and implementing this new rule of giving coaches two opportunities per game to challenge a pass interference call? Um. At first, I was really opposed to it that, you know, there was there's no reason to it because it's part of the game because you don't catch every lineman that holds, nor do you catch right. every D lineman that gets hands to the face. But um, when you have explosive receivers like the Odell Beckhams of the world and the Julio Joneses and the, the Antonio Browns of the world, and those guys are up making uh, big plays and, and uh, could be 50-, 60-yard gains, I think that, you know, it is reasonable for a rule like that to be implemented. Absolutely. So – I'm not too against it, but, uh, yeah, I kind of like it, actually. And, Joe? The one thing I just want to say and and point out here, the whole reason why this rule was pushed along so quickly, it's for the same reason that they've gradually been altering these pass interference calls over time. The league wants to give receivers the benefit in these situations. They want more offensive output because it makes things more interesting for viewers. You yep. know, let's be real. That's probably why they push it along so quickly. I'd agree with that. Absolutely. But on the separate note on how I feel about it, and Sean, you know how I feel about it, I don't think this is a bad thing. I think that it might slow things down a little bit, but is it really the worst <laughs> thing that coaches have the opportunity to 
break down and look in a little bit deeper on situations where it could have gone either way. And, you know, I understand it's a very difficult call to make, and it's a very opinion-based call because there's so many different things that come into play. But, you know, that being said, you can't allow a missed call or a non-call impact, impact, impact the outcome of a game. All right, I have two points uh, in response to that. One more ridiculous than the other. That'll be the latter. But right, right now, the first point is I think you're just introducing more gray area into the game when you're having to judge these pass interference calls, just like the saga we had with what is and what is not a catch for five years. It was torment to uh, players and fans to determine what is a catch, and I think that's going to go into what is a pass interference and is just going to add more confusion and anger from the fan base if, oh, why didn't you challenge that one? Why is this one challenged? Why did it get overturned? Whereas instead of just leaving it binary, pass interference, not pass interference. They make a mistake, they make a mistake. I think it makes it simpler. I think it's easier on the viewers. But, I mean, for those of us that just like to be mad at the games and be mad at our own teams, (laughs) uh, then fine, you can add this rule in. And the second one, I actually get nervous that, like, the Belichicks or the McVeighs are going to start scheming up. They're going to start scheming ways to attract these uh, a deep ball try to sell the pass interference right. try to get a 50 yard gain but do people not do that already they do but yeah. it's not as heavily because it's not always called i think you could give it at least a further review at a chance for uh, a pass interference especially if it's late in the fourth quarter and mm-hmm. you you still have that challenge left yep, then yep, you could yep. you could send it down and at least give it give yourself a, an extra shot so would that per closer. se be a problem cuz i mean from what my understanding is you're a falcons fan so i mean I am. Would you per se have a problem with that if you took your last shot with Julio Jones one on one and book and told you he to didn't shut up? It? By the way, book you know told, what I'm saying? Book told me. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Um. Thanks, book. <laughs> Bum. Um. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Uh. Where's he from? Oh. Uh. Burlington, New Jersey. Enjoy Burlington, <laughs> guy. Just sitting around all those coats. Uh. I mean. If they did want to keep on shooting down the field with Julio, and that and that was Ridley, a bad joke, and they wanted to, get um, that. yeah, 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 absolutely. It was a horrible joke. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. Burlington Coats Factory. It took me a second. <laughs> this guy's nuts. Dwayne was giving me the. I can't believe you just. Did I can't that one believe laugh. you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, go ahead. <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's a necessary scheme that we want to have implemented in the game. Like the, it, it almost feels like a cheat code, even though it's not a cheat code. It, mm. It'll be within the rules. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? It, it feels like, like when when Randall Cobb does the little loophole when he touches the kickoff outside and he reaches his hand back in the field of play, mm. and then he gets it on the 35. Yeah, that, yep. that it's it's technically not illegal, but also it's uh, pretty a little little sneaky, if you will. This is a really stupid take on the situation. Go it ahead. is. But it you, is. I it, agree. It, it, no, no, no. I'm I'm saying that my, what I'm about to say is going to be really stupid. Oh, thanks, but, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but you are. Yeah, oh, I, I thank was, you for I was referring to Smoke's uh, uh, analogy. <laughs> but, yeah, go ahead. Th- thank you for calling Sean dumb. Um, <laughs> this is not the first, the second, or the third time we've referred to Sean as dumb. But, yes. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead, Joe. I just randomly thought of this, though. How do you think this is going to impact Madden? Like, do you think you're going to be able to challenge pass interference calls in Madden? They better be able to let me challenge that call in Madden. I tell <laughs> oh you that. My, oh, yeah, I, I, if they add I hope that, ESPN listening. Yeah, yeah. If they I add that, that, I am not playing online. I am not playing online. It's just like when you play 2K, and you got clowns that before they fixed it in 2K, if you go went online, people would just mash the steal button while they were playing defense. And then eventually they would knock the ball out. There was never any fouls called no nothing. It's just going to be the same situation. Some idiot's just going to keep calling 
or pausing the game and challenging the pass interference plays. Yeah, but that's also trial and error. Yeah. The, the the game will figure it out the best way it works. Just like uh, when they 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 fix the whole running in the new Madden. Now running backs don't run full speed when they get the ball. They have to see the hole, then they cut, and then they burst. Just like in the new Madden, running backs don't start off full speed. They slow play, and then they make their cut, and then they mm-hmm. get to full speed. So I think as the game comes out and progresses, they'll make changes that need to be made. And then, um, all right, the second rule change. Now, this is one I'm kind of a little more heated up about. Old man yells at cloud. Exactly. The um, the removal of the blindside blocks. Now, as a man that's been blindsided <laughs> multiple times, decleated. Wait, when, it, when are airborne. you getting blindsided? Uh, it happens a lot. It, it, it just, I mean, when it you're is. in the trenches, you could get, it, it just, sometimes it just happens, and then no, this in, happens regularly. In high school, I got I got airlifted twice in one game on like two back to back pick sixes that my team threw. Uh, that that sucked a lot, but it's this, also really yeah. fun blindsiding people. And I oh, I don't know. All right, but Dwayne, what do you what do you are you upset that they're starting to regulate blindside blocks? Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> I, I I as an offensive lineman. One of my biggest fears is when interceptions are thrown that now it's time to go chase that. Don't get me wrong. I'm going after the ball because that's what I got to do right. when, when mistakes are made. But I feel like as O-linemen, man, we <laughs> we don't run no 4-5s out there. Right. We got a bunch of linebacks that be getting their hands put on them all game long. So they, they, they get that opportunity but. to uh, – to give us a little payback. Slow-moving lambs to the slaughter, basically. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Gil B, one of my favorite boys, I mean, oh. one of my favorite teammates, you Dirt know, land. got his knee messed up against Maine. Pick was thrown, and he got his knee blown out trying to turn and, and chase the ball. So I, I definitely, from an offensive lineman standpoint, I definitely really uh, I appreciate this call. <laughs> but, oh, um, really? You're for the removal of blind sides? Absolutely. Oh, come on. I think, uh, yeah, I am, absolutely. But I, what... What about when Kyrie lays out a sweet blindside, or Book does too? Yeah, Book laid out a sweet one last year. Oh, he, a, he definitely a, did. Him. He uh, let him up. I uh, think against I, Maine, absolutely. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I I love watching them, but I'm speaking from my perspective, from experience, from I, experience, <laughs> and it being done I, to me, uh, uh, growing up in Pop Warner, <laughs> and I, I know people love cracking on safeties and cracking on uh, and uh, that's probably one of the people's biggest game plans as far as running uh, tosses and outside zones and and truck. Uh, Cracking that safety is one of the biggest parts of the game plan, but I mean, I, I definitely understand why this why this call is going both ways. I just know from an offensive lineman standpoint, I'm with you on this one. I'm with you, Goodell. Yes, sir. Head on a swivel, man. No, no, no. My head not on a swivel. I'm chasing the ball. I'm looking at the ball carrier. You got to keep it on a swivel. So, so I don't know what like. You know, I'm running to chase the ball in the middle linebacker. I've been blocking the whole game mad as hell now, so it's time for him to get some payback. <laughs> right. And, again, I'm getting my face blown off trying to chase the ball. So, I mean. And you can't run away or else you, you're no, going to you, get clowned even worse no, than if yeah. you didn't get blindsided. No, you can't run away. You can't run away. So, you know, that's just the world we live in. Yeah, Sean, I'm going to be honest. I, I think I, as much as I understand where you were coming from, what you said on Twitter, I get it. If you're an athlete, you should be able to have a sense of awareness. But let's be real. How many times have – You've been aware, but not really been expecting someone to hit you. Like uh, it, it happens it, all the time. It it's happens just, all the I'm time. I'm just saying it's part of the sport. And but guys just, get knocked out of the game. But guys stuff. get knocked out of the game sometimes for good because of these hits. So Absolutely. it's just a, it's just a matter of yes. keeping guys safe, keeping yep. less former players out of the hospital when they're 60. Mm-hmm. Elimination of CTE. What you, what uh, I'm not gonna. At? You know, I'm not gonna bring in anecdotal evidence. So okay, I'll I'll accept. I mean, if anything, I have the biggest risk to get blindsided. 
Oh, shit. You don't think so? Wait, you want to go get some water? Uh, hey, I got mine right here. Oh, I'd love to hear right. Joe's uh, analogy. No, I'm just, right, I'm just saying I'm slow, <laughs> I'm short, <laughs> I'm fat, and I'm running downfield in a straight line. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've long snappers get picked off? That happens a lot. I've been almost picked off multiple times, too, before. I'm not, I am not getting picked off because I can't see somebody coming from behind me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, listen, man. That's just, just the world you live in. You yeah. feel me? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know, I play center and I, I, you know, I get picked sometimes too and they don't feel too good, but that's just the world I live in, right. you know? Yeah. So. Sometimes you got to go, go up against a wide nine. Not, yeah, not no. much fun, but it is what it is, the deal. man. Every position has its variance, so yeah, right. I feel you on that. And then, Dwayne, uh, all right, so we'll just hop into this next topic then. Uh, I'm sure you saw this last week. It was like the fascination of the internet over Joe Thomas's like big time weight loss. Yep, 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 I, yep, yep. Like that's just. I, I were you a little annoyed that people didn't understand that's just what happens to offensive linemen when they when they stop playing football. Nick Correa says Chaboy. When I was when I was seeing everybody lose their minds over it and memes were being made for Joe Thomas like before and after, you know, it, it, it I'm like okay, like mm. you just maybe it's just you just don't understand that the skill players put on weight and then the the uh the bigs take it off. Yeah, I mean anybody who knows football understands it, but I mean. People outside of the game don't understand it. As big guys, you know, we get, you know what I'm saying, you get tired of wearing them damn knee braces when you, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So when when you get to that age and you're done playing, it's about that time to cut some weight. And it's a lot of times with running backs especially, you know, they never knew what it was like to be big and they still eat on that same diet sometimes. Right, and they're so, always, you know, you're running every day all day. Yeah. And then you stopped running all day every day and you think you can keep on eating the same stuff. Exactly, and that's, and that's what, happens. what happens. But, I mean, as, as far as uh, Joe Thomas goes, and even tackles especially, not so much interior O-line because it, it happens with interior guys, of course. But You see Hartman. It's, yeah, you know, Hartman, shout mm-hmm. out to Hartman. He got married, you know what I'm saying, not too long ago. Shout out to him. But uh, uh, it's more so with the tackles that I've seen because, I mean, tackles are – they're leaner. They're 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 at least six five six four in the NFL. So w- when they're about three hundred pounds, they're actually not that big in right. actuality. So for Joe Thomas to look the way he does, it's not surprising at all. And then what about um, who do you think had a bigger uh, transformation, Sean O'Hara or Jeff Saturday? Who was um, the um cause they the Chargers it, center who also right dropped weight? Oh, the Chargers center. Totally. Um, he played. He was from Harvard actually. I'm trying to remember. He um, was like the first person in this whole. Wave of freaking out over guys losing weight. I don't know, but to answer Smoke's question, yeah. I'm probably gonna have to go with Jeff Saturday. Probably just because he's one of my favorite guys. Oh, ever. I gotcha. Yeah. I just remember seeing Sean O'Hara like mm. on NFL Network. I'm yeah. like, who? Yeah. he's progressively who? gotten leaner. It, yeah, it yeah. didn't make any sense. I'm like, this dude used to be a, a mauler, mm-hmm. and now he's like in a in a in a small suit. Yeah, yeah, that was bewildering to me. <sighs> yeah, bewildering. Good word. Hey, thanks, Joe. <laughs> Taking SATs over here. Yeah, man. dope. Shit, I'm getting <laughs> smart. All right, Wayno. Right. All right. This sh- I think this will be our last offensive line topic. And last <laughs> week, last week we did a bracket with with Stone Freeman. I'm sure okay. you're aware of who who Stone is. Yes, he is. Yeah. The most him, boring episode. Okay. We've ever been. A oh, part that's not of. nice. I don't care. That's I don't not care. very nice, hey, Joe. Hey, he's Stone's boring. A great guy. He could be listening right now. Hey, he's, he's not. How about hey, that? He's a great guy, nonetheless. But I agree, Joe. You know what uh, he's just boring. That's that wasn't very nice of you. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Well, last week with uh, with Stone, we did a broadcaster fight bracket. 
Right. Where we pitted up uh, broadcasters and see who would win in a, in a standard fist fight. Nothing crazy, but that's what we did. All right, so. For may, you, Dwayne. May, may I ask you who came up with this topic, by the way? Who, who do you think <laughs> came up with this topic? I thought so, because this is stuff that we would talk about before games, as far as who would win in a fight. We mm. were comparing coaches. Right. <laughs> who would win? Yeah. So, this doesn't surprise me at all. All right, so uh, right. we're going to do an NFL O-lineman fight bracket. There's going to be three tiers. Right. It's mm. going to be four players per tier. Okay. And it's just the tiers are just going to be tackle, guard, and centers. Okay, tackle, guard, and centers. All right, okay. so uh, which, which position do you want to start with? Uh... Let's start with the guards because the, the guards are normally meaner. So. All right, so mm-hmm. the guards. Yeah, I like. We the we got a nice group of uh, guards here. The yeah. first matchup, right, is going to be between Marshall Yonda and Shaq Mason. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you already know who I'm going I know, with. I already know who you got. You know, what I'm saying I got my boy Shaq, man. You <laughs> know, what I'm saying you can't go against my Joe, boy. Shaq. What did I tell you? Yeah, then I, I, told you, I told you. I told you. I had to add. I had Scherf in there, but that's, then I remembered Mason. I'm like, oh, I got to bring in, in Mason for the That's big bro from uh, from Georgia Tech, man. He, he, you know how he get down. He ain't going like this, so I'm giving my boy Shaq Mason. Who do you got, Sean? You know who my mark is. <laughs> you know who my guard mark is. Yeah, who you're my on Marshall Yonda. I, I'm taking Yonda. I am honestly torn here, but I think the only well, reason okay. why Actually, I'm going to pick Wait, am I not going to be allowed no, 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 go to ahead, pick? Go is that what you're about no, no, to no, say? Go, go, no, I'm not going to You're clouding his judgment, Smoke. Let him speak. Finish your thought. I have to give the nod just slightly to Yonda because isn't Yonda's bigger than Mason, right? Hey, it's not the size of the dog. It's the mm. heart in the dog. <laughs> I know just, what I'm saying. But, it don't got to be 6'4 now. Yonda's bigger, but also he <laughs> consistently was known for a long time since he first came into the league as being one of the you know meanest guards, one of the toughest guys in, at the interior offensive line. Yeah, so, Shaq Mason also has about two rings right now and just signed a five-year extension with the Patriots. So, uh, Does that make him good at fighting, though? It, it makes him good at being a goddamn physical guard, I'll tell you that. Mason's okay. a little younger, though. I don't know if I'm going to flip sides here. Mm. <laughs> it's very slight. I'm not I'm not saying Shaq Mason can't take him like at all. I think it's going to be very close. It's all good, Shaq. I'm with you, baby. You feel I think, me? I, I think I'm actually flipping up. I think really? I'm taking Mason over Yonda. He's younger. I think I just fresh Yonda's legs, over baby. Uh, fresh, fresh legs. legs, fresh legs, right, baby. Right. Well, I lose. I, we lose this round. Okay. We or I lose this round. Thank okay. you. I, 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 I forgot you changed okay. your. All right. Thank you. All right. So Mason's moving on. All right. The next, uh, <laughs> the next pairing of guards: Zach Martin. Who I knew was coming. Or Quentin Nelson. Oh God, <laughs> man! Somebody got to die in this one. Mm. But uh, <laughs> goddamn, <laughs> that's a gory one. But I, I'm, I'm probably going with uh, I gotta go, Quentin, man. Yeah, he, he's what? a savage. I'm picking Quentin. Quentin Nelson oh, has no. he's, a, he's a savage. Has more weight, and he's also taller than him, and, and he's way stronger. He's more explosive. And I'm he's taking more, Martin, and he's more cut up. He's yeah. just, did you see he, Martin scrum? We saw Martin jumping in on that scrum for the Cowboys uh, with the Cowboys. Man, Remember the he, summer when he he went airborne on it, <laughs> and the, he wanted to get in there. I'm taking Martin. That's my dog in this. Yeah, one. have you not watched Quentin Nelson? I've play watched the Quentin game Nelson. I live I live with a Notre Dame fan. Okay. All he talks about is Quentin Nelson and every Notre Dame alumni. Well, you pick you, you, you pick two Notre Dame guys. I so got it's you. Not like but, it's, but you have a, there's a special place in your heart for Quentin Nelson for some reason. I, I can't love comprehend. Zach Martin just as much as I love Quentin uh, Nelson, I don't but think so. I have to pick Quentin Nelson because he's much stronger, much more explosive than Zach Martin is. Alrighty. Okay. So uh, and the f- he's definitely younger. <laughs> so the final the age isn't all is much isn't much off there okay, though. So the so the final in the guards bracket. Right. 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 Shaq Mason or Nelson? Quinn Nelson. There's there. 
this is a little bit different of a matchup. I'm still picking Quentin Nelson. <laughs> you pick the two heavyweights that go up in the first round. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, range. man. You you put well, my guy in a bad spot. You can't not man. have that matchup. You can't have not the. You, you got to get well, the Martin. Do you Nelson think Shaq matchup. Mason could beat Martin? Like I, I still don't think he would have beaten Martin. I think uh, you know, regardless, I'm picking Quentin, look, Quentin Nelson in the situation. I'm gonna leave y'all with this. Look at Wade's face. Yep. Look have y'all read the Bible before? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever yes. heard of David versus Goliath? Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This no, is we're Goliath not. Versus <laughs> slightly smaller Goliath. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of David versus Goliath? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. All right then. So since you know what's up, I'm going with Shaq. Oh, I'm okay. going with Shaq, baby. Yeah, but this I'm isn't staying a, true, man. This isn't a question of like who's going <laughs> to overcome the odds. We're saying who is the more violent human being out of two violent human beings. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, c- clearly Nelson's. Uh, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? He's. He's he's quite the physical specimen, boy. but um, I'm going with Shaq, man. Right. I'm going with Shaq. You're picking Nelson, Sean. I, I I'm gonna take Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> that that dude is gonna dominate over the next five to ten years. So Nelson wins the guards, as he should. Yes, he wins the guards. Okay. All right. Do you where, where do you want to go next? Centers or tackles? Um, I'll go centers. All right. The close. Here we go. Closest. First matchup. Alex Mack. Alex Mack. Or Marquise Pouncey. Oh, Marquise Pouncey. Yeah, I'm, I'm Marquise it's, Pouncey. That's it's, not even. It's, it's not even close. Sorry. Okay. I, They're not off in age, but I, I like Pouncey's Alex younger. Mack. I, I do, but Pouncey's a savage. I don't think Mack There's, is mean enough. It, yeah, it's man, not even you close. see Mack run around uh, the field. He's like a big kid. Like he's chasing after uh, drop balls. <laughs> and he's, he's like like a, a, a ref's flag hit him in the face and he went down <laughs> like he got shot. He, I think he's just having too much fun out there. No, I think Pouncey's Pounce, a savage. Pouncey's a savage since he's been in college, man. It's not. It's proven. He, right. he, he don't go for none of that. So the secondary mm-hmm. right. uh, pairing in the center bracket. Rodney Hudson Ooh. or Cody Whitehair from the Bears. Mm, uh, Rodney Hudson. Rodney Hudson. I had to get named guys. Yeah, I, I, had to get, Jesus, I had to get man. the four biggest names. Yeah, and Unger retired, and I'm not going to bring in Justin Britt from Seattle. Justin I could have brought him in because he, he likes to scrum. He scrummed with uh, Aaron Donald, but mm. he's, not a, he's not a top four. Did he win that, that scrum? N- no. no. Yeah, I, mean, I, he, I wouldn't expect him to. He took a cheap shot, to. and then no. everybody oh. started killing Justin uh, Britt. Yeah, that's, when everyone, right. that, that's when people lost their mind because Sean McVay ran after Aaron Donald. <laughs> Yeah, you guys protect like like he was gonna do anything. You guys protect his product, man. That's the best player in the NFL. How far do you think Aaron Donald could throw McVay? If, if McVay starts <laughs> at a running start, if he gets like twenty <laughs> yards behind him, and Donald catches him, and like catapults him, like, him, yeah, like like a javelin almost. How far do you think he could get him? Ten yards. I'm definitely giving him about twelve. I, 12, fi- I think 12 fifteen. Twelve. I think fifteen. Twelve yards, definitely. Would he be the easiest coach to throw? Do you think? He's probably the smallest. He's, if I if I were to think about it, all that. Head yeah, coach? What the hell? Yeah. I'm, I'm just going through. just a question. Is, yeah. If we're, if, we're talking any, if we're talking to any coach, I would maybe Wes Welker. Okay. Uh, next question. What was yeah. I say? Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, how, many, how many KC offensive linemen do you think it would take to get Reed 12 yards? <laughs> God damn. I don't know if they got enough on contract. No. <laughs> They'd have to visit the trainers after that. I don't know that. if they get paid enough. <laughs> That's a tall order, right, dude? <laughs> okay, so the, so I uh, we're taking you, Hudson for the secondary. Hudson or Whitehair? Yeah, hey, I'm taking Hudson. Absolutely. Hudson's an old man. Y- yeah. Nah, nah, I don't. don't ta- uh, He's not going for that. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I could pick Whitehair. I don't know enough about Whitehair. 
That's the only thing I'm going to say. You want me to get his measurables? I can pull up their measurables. No, no measurables. I'm not talking about measurables, but like I feel, saying, okay, I feel like I don't know I about you. his game enough. Like I, okay. I've seen him play. Like know, most of the people we've you. talked about and that I've picked, like I've seen them do things on, on tape that, you know, at least could give me a reason to pick them, or they're also known for being mean and aggressive. I don't know Cody Whitehair like that because I haven't heard or seen anything that he's done that makes me think that. So that's why I'm picking Hudson. All right, I'll take Hudson also. So the finals in the center bracket. Pouncey or Hudson? Are you nuts? I'm sure you can answer your own question. Here. Okay. I'm picking Pouncey. 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 Pouncey is going to eat him alive. Gotcha. Gotcha. I have no qualms with that. All right, so now we're down to the tackles. Right. Starting off, we're going to go Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. Versus David Bakhtiari. From God Green Bay. damn, that's that's such Bakhtiari. A what? Damn, I I'm wasn't pick. gonna go there, but wow. uh, I'm gonna pick Bakhtiari. Yeah, you you got you got you got explain this one, please. Mask off. What's your rationale here? <sighs> I'm not gonna lie, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to. Uh, there we go. That's I'm, right. I'm trying to think <laughs> of a way to. Uh, so I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna go with. Uh, the tackle who's been all pro for how many years and has a six pack or an eight pack at three hundred pounds or two ninety five. I don't know. I just feel like so I'm, I'm gonna Smith's go with hurt a lot. I'm gonna go with the uh, what's the suit that the Hulk was in uh, in Avengers? You mean that, that Iron Man was yeah, in? The Iron, no, no, no. The suit that the Hulk was specifically put in the to Hulk, fight the Hulk. The Hulk. It's yeah, a, it's the, a the suit Hulk. that was used to fight the Hulk. The Hulk um, Smasher, something like that. Yeah, I'll take the Hulk Smasher, Tyron Smith. Yeah. Sounds about right. All right. Yeah, you lost that one, Joe. I'm sorry. sorry. All right. Secondary yeah. matchup. Bakhtiari. <laughs> Tr- Enough. Trent Williams. Enough. Or Taylor Luan. Are you mm, nuts? I'm not nuts. Taylor Luan. What? <laughs> Wait, I, 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 have a, I don't know. He I, ran I, away from Josh Norman. He didn't run away no, from him. No, he didn't. He ran yes, after he him. Yeah, and when Josh Norman said he don't play that, what did he do? He backed his behind up. Yeah, no. You he are 6'6", six, six, 300 pounds. The one has gone after, after everybody. Him. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, I, I can't I, say LaJuan is no uh, That man picks fights away. with everyone. That's uh, why I'm picking LaJuan. I feel you, but I'm going with Trent on this one. I'm also going with Trent. But I LaJuan is my probably my one. Uh, mm. I like his game. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah. his game. I don't think he's, he's – nah, Trent. All right, so Trent Williams or Tyron Smith? If this fight goes Tyron on, Tyron Smith. If if this fight goes on longer than two minutes, then I, Tyron Smith's winning this fight. Because Trent's swinging for the fences, man, and he's gonna get a little tired now. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm go with Tyron, man. I got Tyron on this one. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know. I think is Trent is Trent meaner. I don't. Mm, yeah. No. I, uh, no. I no. I don't know if a Trent Williams haymaker could knock out Tyron Smith. That's where because I think Trent will land one because oh. his arms are as, as long as anybody's in the league, All right. if not the longest. I see you've been judging uh, boxing matches, man. I see this is where this comes. Okay, no, I'm just saying. Well, that, this I, is how we looked at, at last just, week's last week's fights. We, we were kind of judging, yeah. You know, measurables, <laughs> how guys match up. Right. You had to consider those things. Absolutely, but I'm going with Tyron, then nonetheless. Joe, who are you going with? Yeah, I think I'm going to pick Tyron. All right, yep. I guess Tyron all around. It almost seems like I just keep on winning these things. What was I going to say? Okay. Um, do you want to do a couple more tackle ones just for fun? 
Uh, sure. Go ahead, man. All right. Jason Peters or Donald Penn? <laughs> oh, two top heavy. <laughs> two, <laughs> two giants. <laughs> two old top heavy. Golly, man. Uh, bad need tackles. I'm going with Penn. I'm going with Penn, man. Yeah. He, he just has that mean streak, man. It's hard, yeah. to, it's hard to go against that. It is. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick Donald Penn, too. I don't... You know, I don't think I'd want. I would pick Peters in a fight in that situation. No. Speaking of getting hurt, I mean Peters gets hurt every every season. Uh, yeah. Penn, uh, Penn does. He looks. I, it's hard to go against it. I'm. I'm, I'm I got you. I'm just you. saying. He. he mm. They're both just very oddly proportioned. Human beings. Yeah. Mean. Yeah. Penn. Penn doesn't look right to me, for some reason. And that, and I, I'm not saying that from a judgmental standpoint because obviously I don't look very right. It, but Donald <laughs> Penn, Donald what, Penn, his face and his you, hair, and what, his face is too small for his head, and his head is so huge. What do you I mean, mean you aren't? I'm right. just not. You know, what, it's, 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 what about you? Are we getting right in? Oh, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah, what? All right, so I think, the, <laughs> for the I, think finals. The win- I think the winner in that fight though is whoever uh, whoever knocks the other one over first because I don't think the other one's getting up. Hey, Sean, I'm <laughs> All right. smoke uh, <laughs> For the finals. Is there a reason why you feel like your body's a little different than others? Uh, it's like a pear. Uh, uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. There we go. For anyone next who question. has not seen Sean Anderson hey, before. yo, can we go to the next question, please? Yeah, I, we're going into the finals here. Now, for the finals, it'll be... Tyron Smith, Quentin Nelson, and Hudson all in one octagon. Oh, we're just putting in. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. Who, who comes out? Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Yeah, I'm, I, I pin, pin He's Quentin too much Nelson. of a junkyard dog. Yeah. That, that's probably the type of stuff he lives for. Yeah, I'm, that, that, I'm going yeah. Quentin on this one. That, that dude mentally just feels like on another gear. I just, I don't. He's a rookie. Putting yeah. veterans in the ground, yeah, and mushing them in the ground, yeah, no problem, and smiling, yeah, and having fun doing, it. yeah, right. exactly. I've never seen someone so yeah. l- like excited by just ruining people. I've like, I've never seen someone that gets so happy from doing it, Absolutely. so much satisfaction. I got to pick Quentin Nelson. Yeah. All right, I don't hate it. I- I'm fine. With, I'm fine with Nelson winning it all. I would like to see that happen. Yeah, how does a three-way fight between offensive linemen go? Do you think it's two just, of them just team up, take one out, and then go after each other? I, I think it starts off as the three of them just throwing haymakers and whichever, <laughs> whichever <laughs> two <laughs> which, whichever two were, were able to still keep their breath going, you know, they're going to end up grappling. The, the, <laughs> the first one down is the first one who takes – like a hit from both of the other two at the same time, if that makes any sense. No, the first like one just the swinging, first one and then one guy down. takes two hits at once. He's down. <laughs> yeah, the, the first person <laughs> to get hit by two people in that fight is dead. <laughs> you might as well call the paramedic. You know, if you get hit by one car, you you could have a chance of survival. If you get by hit by two cars yeah. at the same time, yeah. yeah but we're talking we're talking no three shot. cars hitting each other simultaneously. It's not like a person hitting okay. one car. I'll just stomp right on my. Yeah, yeah. Example. All right. Uh, Gladly. Blaine, I doubt you've done this, right. but have you listened to any of the pointless episodes before? <laughs> I, I listened to a piece of Jake Fires. A piece of Jake Fires. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you was get this recent? Or was this when it re- when it first came this out? This is when it first came out. Because okay. Jake Fire was, was very excited about. Um, oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> he was very excited. He gets very triggered when, when we joke with him and saying that we're replacing him. It's very upset. It's really mean. 
But I mean, it's oh, really he's funny. replacing me. Hey, listen, I'm not Joe. gonna, I'm not gonna bash somebody that's not here to uh, defend him. <laughs> oh no, we bash him constantly. <laughs> it's fine. He's not here. It's out of love. It's out of love. Oh, he's not gonna. Actually, he'll probably listen. I think he, he's been listening to the recent yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah, look, he's he's actually been getting better. Yeah, right, right, I'm right. Proud of him. I hear you're replacing me. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what's all this about replacing me? Me and Ed Lee are gonna start our own thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wayne. But normally with our guests, right? I'll compile a, mm. uh, I'll compile a, a quiz, right? A five quiz. question quiz. Five question quiz on whatever doesn't matter. Right, for right. Miles right. Gardia, we did a quiz on the state of California. Right. For Jake Fire, we did a quiz on Boston sports. Right. You know, it's it just whatever I feel fit to quiz the person on. Okay. I think the top graded quizzer uh, is still is it still Lorenzo? Yeah, I think it has Lorenzo to be Lorenzo Bryant and uh, Jake Fire tied for the highest scores. Okay. No, you can't look, Joe. What are you doing, dude? Fine. Yes. You're, Sorry. you're in the quiz Sorry. also. What's yeah. wrong with you're you? You're in the quiz also, buddy. But, okay, Sorry. No, no, I didn't not, I didn't see. Yeah, he lost. I, now I you're should. not in the quiz. What? Yeah. You don't get I don't have my glasses on. You think I could have read that? Even if Dwayne gets it wrong, it you takes don't get me the like a, It takes me like a minute to read so it. I, I still answer one. Good job, Joe. Way to go. Well, it's not like we're pinning you against me. It's we're pinning you against the questions. Okay. I just kind of throw in my own fun little answers. Go ahead, Sean. All right, so we're going to be doing a quiz. Right. On the atrocious draft history of the New York Jets. Oh, my God. Oh, I, oh damn it. Sorry, Joe. I told you. No, you I'm like still it. answering. You're not. I'm still answering. You don't get to. All right. All right. They're all the same question. Okay. Just They're all formatted the same. But you'll get the hang of it. Okay. All right. In 2008. Right. The Jets took blank with the sixth overall pick and missed out on players like Jonathan Stewart, Dominic Rogers Cromartie, Akib Talib, and Chris Johnson. Okay. Who is he's regarded as one of the biggest busts of all time. Who is D. Milner? Mark Sanchez. In two thousand eight? Joe, do you want to rethink that? Dwayne, do you want to rethink? Do you want to rethink that? Wait. Um two thousand eight. Jeez. I don't know. How is that not Mark Sanchez? We've had a strenuous career of bullshit. <laughs> um, Look, if we actually did titles for the show, I'd like a strenuous career of bullshit to be the title of the show. <laughs> <laughs> 2008. That's how I judge our, um, we, our it was, drafting process. It was DRC. Yeah, they missed out on them. Was, they, were, those, they were drafted after. Yeah, Gerard I mean, Mayo was drafted two pick... Uh, Four picks after. Yeah, I'm shit out of luck on this one, man. Wait, uh, give me a second. I, I got this. sworn it was D. D. Milner was later than a sixth overall pick. That's the only reason why it's not D. Milner. Do you think? Man, he's also a huge bust for us. I hate his guts. Joe, we need an answer. I don't. I I thought it was Mark Sanchez. Vernon Golston. Ah, uh, I wouldn't. In have 2008. That. Yeah, I wasn't even remotely close to that at all. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Please. In 2013. Okay. Here we go. The Jets took blank. With the ninth overall pick. And they missed out on players such as Chance Warmack, Eric Reed, Kyle Long, Desmond Trufant, Tyler Eifert, Xavier Rhodes. And this is who they missed out on. What? Travis Fer- Frederick, Le'Veon Bell. What was uh you said what year was this? In two thousand thirteen, the ninth overall. All right, I'm I'm sorry to repeat myself, but I'm going D Milner again. You're correct. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna say. Dude, no, you right. weren't. Yes, I was. No, I <laughs> <laughs> you said it. I can't. I'm not gonna cut you off. Yeah, I thought so. All right, so one for two. All right, one for two. 
It's your boy. These questions are <laughs> going to get a little higher, harder here. Pardon me. In 1980. Oh, God. Smoke. The Jets took who with the second overall pick and missed out on Anthony Munoz and Art Monk? Okay. I really it's don't know Mun- this question. M- I, actually, never mind. I can't Munoz. pronounce it. My bad. It's M- Munoz. Uh, Munoz. My bad. That's okay. on me. Well, Smoke, let me start off by telling you that I wasn't born back then. That's fine. You know, so I had a hard time uh, really uh, relating to this question. It gotcha. was a quarterback. Quarterback. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pooped on this one. You got an answer, Joe? It was a quarterback. I'm trying to remember his name. Was this the same draft class that had Dan Marino in it? Everything that I just said is everything that I know. Okay. It was a quarterback. That's all I have. <laughs> Sounds about right. Liam Jones. Like, well, I wasn't even remotely thinking of a Liam. Like, <laughs> All right. The next two are going to be more recent. Well, not – or more recent than 1980. Right. In 1990, with the second overall pick, the Jets took who instead of Cortez Kennedy, Junior Seau, and Emmett Smith? This is a running back. This player is a running back? Yes. Don't know that either, buddy. Um, oh, damn. I don't know it either. Blair Thomas. God. Why would you know it? You said more recent. Do you nut? More recent 1990. than 1990. All right. Yeah. Wait, it's 1990? Yeah, that was so the, things, the thing that makes me so mad is that, like, I've watched the NFL Network documentaries that they do with the, like, the... The historic drafts and stuff like that, and I don't know why I can't remember these names. Because they're not memorable, and that's why the Jets Well, stink. but they, they tend to talk about the busts. And all right, all right, all right, all right. We're, we're, not, final we're, we're, we're not throwing shots here, Simone. The, for the four. We don't have the best receiver in the NFL. He catches one <laughs> touchdown pass the whole season long. I tell you that. All right, the final question, yeah. big homie. <laughs> one for four. In 1995, the Jets took who? With the ninth overall pick instead of Warren Sapp. And once again, Smoke, I'm going to tell you that I don't know the it answer a tight to this end. question. It was a tight end, Joe. Um, Come on. No. You know it. It's your boy. I think he, he was from Michigan. He was, he was from Michigan. Yeah. Oh, come on. I he know knows this. it. Look at him. Look at the gears turning. Because no. this also is the same year. He's got no clue. No, I no, do. None at all. Dip. The ball spots are growing. Oh, oh no. Come <laughs> on, man. That hurts. Did you hear that? Uh, oh, no. oh, I really hope that's not actually a ball God spot. God damn. Please tell me, people, if that's a ball spot. Just who is it? Um, Kyle Brady. God damn it, I knew that. Oh, narp. One for five, Wayne. Yep. And I don't think, I think it's a good thing that you didn't do well on that test because it just further accentuates the point. Right. You have just can just missed every star. Missed every star. Every star. Sounds about right. Uh, hey, we, but you know what? We haven't done the right thing in New York as far as the Knicks and the Jets go and draft picks. Mm-hmm. We've actually shit the bed quite a bit. So um, we have a strenuous career of bullshit, as I said before, with draft picks. Wayne, you know what? It's okay, though. Oh, yeah. You're not a Giants fan. That's all that really matters what in the What do you mean? We, in, if in you this- wake up in the morning and you're not a Giants fan... In a smaller time frame, it's we've a, won two Super Bowls. They haven't won one since 1960. I'd much rather be a Giants. You guys fan. just traded Odell Beckham, and for what? We still have two He's Super Bowls in the last. 
No, you guys might years. be the dumbest franchise in You traded probably. them for our, the breakfast. Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust what process? Next year, you're going to be playing with Eli Man. You guys are passing on Dwayne Haskins, from what my understanding is. Are you kidding I would me? honestly prefer to pass on Dwayne Haskins. I don't like anything about his game. I think he's the Giants cannot afford to take somebody that is too much of a question mark as far as development goes. Every quarterback in this year's class requires way too much development and work. And there's too more, too much risk rather than reward. So say they take Dwayne Haskins, he pans out, he ends up being good. But the chances that he ends up being a risk of busting and just being an average quarterback or turning into Blake Bortles, I'd much rather not take one of them and wait until next year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would much rather wait until next year. Are you 100%. kidding me? 100%. Your rationale behind it is completely ridiculous. Then how is it ridiculous? Then altogether, you might not should you shouldn't draft anybody if that's the case because Dwayne Haskins has proven he is a great pocket passer. He can make all the throws, and there's nothing that Dwayne Haskins brings to the table that says that he should not be the quarterback for the Giants going forward. But he did that at an Ohio State team right. that was full of four and five star recruits right. with weapons that were getting him a lot of yards after catch. Look, I've seen him make some great plays. Don't right. get me wrong. I think he's the best quarterback in this year's class. But I think that a guy like him and also Kyler Murray, there's too much risk involved to be spending a high pick on him. Maybe if the Giants were picking, maybe at 17, if Dwayne Haskins is available, I would take Dwayne Haskins at 17. But I'm not trading up or taking him at number six. So what do you think that you guys are going to draft then as, as the Giants? Because you guys exactly. need just about everything. Not enough receivers I, at in this, this draft. At the sixth pick, there's plenty of defensive talent in that top range that can play right away and also can, can contribute. So he wants Sweat. That's who he's going to get. How many? Ga- I don't want Sweat, but I could see Montez Sweat if Josh Allen's there. I could see your Sweat. Uh, Devin, yeah, probably Devin White. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you give me that? What do you give me that look for? Okay, okay. Do you guys know what kind of players you guys have lost over like the last like two years, and what you're hoping to get out of rookies? The expectations for these rookies for this Giants team is through the roof. So, but all the you're, you're lying. No all the you're more, you're relying upon juniors and seniors that just left college to go into a league of grown men in the trenches, let alone hands-on people, and you expect them to take a team that is probably the worst team, talent-wise, on the roster to carry you. All the more that reason makes none. It makes no sense. At all the all. more reason why would I want to bring a quarterback, a young quarterback that has one year of playing experience, into that situation? It's that's a he might as well. He might, I mean, he's probably going to do just as good as Eli Manning will for you guys next season. I mean, you might as well let him go out there and lose you know a couple what, games. He thinks they're going to tank, and they're going to tank again, and then they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. That's or, what he thinks. Or, 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 or Hubert. Wait, hold on. Is, is Trevor or, or Lawrence? Or Tua. I don't know. Is Trevor Lawrence even able to, to get drafted next season? It's two years. I don't I think Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to happen. That, oh, that would be way too long to wait. To the best quarterback you guys will be looking at in the following year's draft is probably the quarterback from Oregon. Well, we have Herbert, you have uh, Jake Fromm, you have Tua Tavangalola from Alabama. There is a much better crop in next year's quarterback class that I can have a little bit of confidence in compared to what what we see right now. You said Tua Tavangalola, right? Yes. So what about Tua do you not like as opposed to a guy like um, the first first overall pick this year um, from Oklahoma? Kyler. Kyler Murray. My concern with Kyler Murray, and it's it's just a situation that another guy that had a lot of help when he was at Oklahoma, his offensive line was very, very good. And then we saw him struggle against better teams like Alabama. So uh, I'm he I, did end up having you, a better a better end of the game. The stats of that game. He actually played quite well, uh, statistically. He but he started out that game slow and that's why they got behind so early and why they ended up getting 
relatively blown out. That game was pretty lopsided because they couldn't get the offense going. So I think that he's an interesting prospect. He fits what current NFL offenses are doing, which is a lot more movement from the quarterback position, a lot shorter routes, a lot less throwing deep passes down the field. But I think that he's a little bit too small. I think he relies on his legs a little bit too much. And realistically, if he likes to move around and if things don't work the way they are and he, he wants to get out of the pocket, how many hits can he realistically take? I'll say right now, it's not unfair, but it's a lot of blanket statements. I just The only thing that for both of them, I think that there's just too much risk involved because there's too many question marks for the both of them. They're both one-year starters too. Him and Dwayne Haskins. But my question was, was was amongst him and Tua. What does Tua do specifically better than Kyler Murray that makes you say he's more of a better I agree. prospect for the Giants? Also, Trubisky only started thirteen games and he's been and he's good. Pro- and he's one of the one of the top tier quarterbacks I would say. In, top tier, I put him top twenty, but not so, top tier. Oh. So I'm, I'm top gonna, tier young quarterbacks. Okay, that's and we're we're drifting from the topic. Yeah. I, I'm I'm asking you as far as and I and I'm taking intangibles out of this question because uh, as you can see, a guy like Russell Wilson. Played in uh, Wisconsin's offense, and he plays in the NFL. He makes his money getting hit and running around and making plays, and he is arguably a top five quarterback, top ten quarterback in the NFL. So I'm going to ask you, how can you not see a guy like Kyler Murray who weighed in at 205, bigger than we assumed, and could get bigger, and is a great playmaker outside the pocket and can move well, his feet. He was How can he not be as productive? There's a reason why he didn't run at the combine. Is why because is he bulked up to 205, and then you know, he didn't end up running at his pro day either because he just put on the weight to look heavy and be heavier. Right. But I just... As does a lot of other people, right? Yes. Right. I just... I, well, they don't tend to omit from running the 40. Okay, we're getting away I know, from I don't that. mean to get away yeah, from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... Just don't know if because Russell Wilson's five ten, mm-hmm. and he's right at five ten. He's like like a tick over five nine. I just don't know if someone like that that's that's not that tall, not that heavy. He doesn't really have that great of a frame. How much he can hold up? I don't know. That's the problem, and I can't confidently say he's either going to get hurt or he's going to stay healthy. But the problem is, and the reason. The thought process for scouts and general managers is always going to be how can we get the most sure thing as possible? What has the least amount of questions around it? What has the least amount of issues surrounding it? They want something that is going to work and not have a risk involved. So that that's my only reasoning. That's always going to be my thought process, alleviating risk. It's understandable. Okay. Sean, what do you have for us? Uh, I, you know, we're pushing up on the the end of the episode here. I don't, I, I just let you two Titans go at it. I was fine with it. Uh, both yeah, points sure. made really good uh, arguments. The yeah, Giants sure stink. Boy. The Jets stink. Atlanta's going to win the Super Bowl next year. And Are Washington's you nuts? Stink right, no, we're not. We're not Everybody, check us out on SoundCloud. The best receiver in NFL. Wait, Dwayne, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, yeah. You can plug anything now. Twitter, Instagram, meal prep kits, whatever you want to be. Follow me, I guess. Yeah. Big fun. Wayne. Big underscore Wayne 74. I used to be 74, but I'm 55 now. But um, shout out to Pouncey. Um, the Falcons also suck. Okay. You know, their offensive coordinator sucks. They suck That's as a true. team. 
Um, they have the best receiver in the NFL and still can't find a way to get in the ball in the red zone. Roger. He's all he's yeah, all of all of six three two something runs a four three and can't get his score a touchdown. Um, all right, Matt Ryan's so overrated. Matt Ryan's heavily oh, overrated, okay. which has been proven even in that game where he was supposed to beat the Patriots. He just did the bare minimum, and Devontae Freeman put that team on his back. So I'm gonna go with the Falcons. Also suck. They're, they're probably <laughs> they might be the worst ones because they don't they have talent and can't win. I mean, what bad coaching? What do you, think I, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's torture. I'm sorry what, to what tell bad you. Bad coaching. You think I, I'm happy that I'm a Falcons fan? Oh, and I'm happily no. and I can happily tell you, you guys suck too. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe. Thank you for having me on the uh, show. Housekeeping. Mm-hmm. All right, you got it. So if you happen to notice, we actually had a lo- a real live stream today. We didn't have an iPhone taped to a speaker. Oh yeah, uh, we're slowly, moving on up. Yeah, we're slowly gonna have some progressions. The webcam will be coming soon. Oh, sponsor the webcam. We are we are accepting a sponsor for the webcam. No one's gonna give us money. I'm just saying, any any amount, you'll we'll get see. to sponsor. The we'll web. see. What? Okay, how much how much should the minimal amount be for the webcam sponsor, and then you could put in. Sponsored by every time. If you buy us an order of fried pickles from Roadhouse, yep. that is all that is required. That's fine. I'm, I'm all that is required. Christ. What are you, a serial killer? Who eats that nonsense? Fried, fried pickles? pickles? He doesn't oh like my them. God. It's fine. It's just, let's not get uh, into it. Yeah, right, follow uh, us on SoundCloud. It's about 12 bucks, by the way. Yeah, Check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, mm. Google Play, the podcast app. It's Get to the Point. And also follow Sean and I on Twitter, at Joe DeLeon. At SK Anderson 29 get a new handle already. And also, finally, <laughs> actually, it's better than the previous one you had. What was it? I, I don't know. Something with a J. Oh, that, that was just the name. That was just Jim Patchy. All right, Jim next. Patchy. Whatever. Continue. Also, follow us on Twitter <laughs> at GTTP Podcast so you can stay up to date and tune into the next live stream. We're going to live stream as often as we can. Also, stay tuned for a big announcement from Sean and I. We will not tell you what it is yet, but stay tuned on Twitter. Also, viewers, if you'd like to see me back on this show, you know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to, to voice your opinion. <laughs> to reach out. Yeah, if they reach out and they want, they say we want more Wayne, we'll give them more Wayne. Yeah, it's your boy. Thank you. <laughs>